part, for the first couple of years of a child's life, I think your chief concern is that you want the child to be healthy and safe. That's the chief concern. Uh, in the second year of the child's life, you might start thinking about school. I know that some persons put their, their three-month-old baby in a daycare and uh, start yeah. um, teaching them A, B, C, D from the beginning. Uh, personally, I wasn't in support of that. I think um, my wife might have wanted that, but then I wasn't really in support of it because I think that it's not natural. You don't, we are humans, right? Yeah. You don't give birth to a child and then in the first three months of the child's life or six months or even a year of the child's life where the child is still trying to make sense of even their own house and their own immediate family, then you dump them in the deep end of the, of the pool of social interaction. And uh, in, in addition to social interaction, you are dumping them in the deep end of the pool with respect to um, contact with germs and all that and all that. So um, I think it's more natural to let a child develop at home to a certain point before you start thinking about schooling. And even when you start school, the first um, few years of the schooling, you know, I think that in, I think the people who run such schools, the nursery school, the kindergarten system, they understand that for the most part, the child needs to feel happiness and a sense of care and, um, you know, that sort of thing as against uh, root intellectual development. You know, you don't start grinding them with A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four, on yeah. a basis, which even explains why most of those things are presented in forms of songs and nursery rhymes, you know, so yeah. that they are um, happy activities, they are pleasant activities, playful activities that the child might be, um, might, might be uh, attracted to and by playing, they learn as a consequence. So the primary objective, or I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the primary objective, but in reality is that um, let them have fun when they are quite young. And then if they learn as a consequence of that, then it's a good thing. So um, that was your, your point was that, you know, there should be a, a firm plan. But I'm saying that there should be a plan that is a bit flexible or even largely flexible and then you can um, you would not have issues navigating you don't have too many issues navigating um, you know. yeah, like for yeah. me I, I'm, I'm not even like I'm not very I'm not how to put the word like I'm not very caught up in the firmness of the plan in as much as the awareness of having a child and the amount of responsibility that comes with having somebody dependent on you yeah so i i think a lot of people like that awareness and i have spoken with a couple of people and they um when they're when they are being honest and most of them are, are like yeah that that awareness like there's there's the awareness that comes from oh i am a father but there's that deliberateness that says i'm a father and my actions xyz like I, I, like I, I think for most children, children learn mostly from their parents, all right? So they learn by the process of um, mimesis. So yeah. if, if somebody has a negative attitude towards a particular thing, so if you have an attitude that is contrary to what you're trying to teach your child, or you're trying to imbibe in your child the reading culture, 
or the learning culture, but you on your own, you don't read, you're not a learner or something. Like it's difficult. You are sending the child two opposite messages. So that's where I'm kind of yeah. coming from. That, uh, okay. that deliberateness that most people, they don't have it. So it's like autopilot. Like yeah. autopilot and you're just looking at it like, oh, I'm having a child, I'll try. And the thing I see with people that want to become parents and the thing they say that makes me laugh the most is, oh, I'll protect my child and take care of my child and give my child whatever my child wants or do whatever is in my power to make the child happy and stuff. Like all those very superficial, high-level answers that sounds good to the ear, but has no, has, makes no sense when you actually... Yeah, they, they are not practical, right? You say you give your child whatever the child wants. If the child wants to play with a sharp knife, will you do that? Yeah, allow that most likely you will not, so um, that's definitely uh, out of the, the books. The primary aim for me, as I said, is for the child to be safe. So sometimes you have to make the child safe against its own will, and we know that that's because the child does not at that point understand the consequences of their actions, they don't know that the uh, the electrical. Uh, electricity is harmful. They don't know that a knife could be harmful. They don't know that hot water could be harmful. They don't know that a pain can be harmful. So even when they want to play with it, it's a question of the child's happiness versus the child's safety. So as the adult in the picture, you have to choose uh, safety all the time. 